0: is it is it can win five in a row, or you win two in a row play the next play move on learn from your mistakes just like it is and get, get the guys ready to play physically get the guys ready to play mentally have the right message for the week based off of what's going on manage the game well same, same as the is the same um, as it's always been and now we're going through some adversity and so uh, adversity can do a couple things too it can it can uh, break you or it can it can make you way better It's time for more Bet MGM tonight with Ryan, Trista, and Nick on the BetQL Network. Presented by Bet MGM.
1: And Nick Siriani and the Eagles, not in a good place right now. But the good news for them is they have the easiest schedule the rest of the way in the NFL. Seattle's coming up. You got the Giants twice, and you got Arizona. So, yeah, that d- helps. Division's still well in hand for them. Dallas is creeping in, obviously. And now you're looking at really, we're talking about seeding in the NFC now as well. Still kind of becoming a little bit more competitive as opposed to it being an Eagles team that just had, you know, one loss. Yeah,
0: yeah this time last year, weren't they
1: 13-0? Eagles last year, I believe so, yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah I Eagles mean, like... Lost,
0: well, they lost, what, Four, week fourteen to Washington.
1: Yeah, that was. The- that's right. <laughs> Woo, one highlight of that season, folks. Yeah. That's right. Wasn't
0: that what it was? I think yeah, that's it, was. What it was. Yeah.
2: Remember, Jalen was looking like the MVP of the league, and then he yeah. got hurt, yeah. and uh, they had to go to Minshew for a couple weeks, and then Jalen came back, and he was going to be the MVP. And uh, yeah, I
1: think he would have won. He was much better last year. He, he was felt the more like an MVP last year. Yeah,
2: they're just—I mean—they're still really good this season, right? I mean, they're still a double-digit win team, but there's just some differences. Like Cam Jurgens is starting at right tackle for the first time. He has a sixty. pro football focus grade so the offensive line hasn't been as good jason kelsey's still awesome but his grade is 10 points off 89.4 miles sanders has been a huge loss like last year he averaged 4.8 yards per carry and had 13 rushing uh, touchdowns almost like three yards after initial contact so even when they weren't getting a bunch of push up front he was able to break some tackles and swift just hasn't been the same back and then Hurts just—I don't think he's healthy, guys. I was like looking at his numbers mm-hmm. last year: four point seven yards per carry. This year, three point six. Doesn't have one run of fifteen or more yards. Um, you know, he had he's three of those last pretty much,
0: year. Pretty much all year, almost.
2: Yeah. So he's just not looking the same. The offense—they're playing at a slower pace. The defense—I mean, we'll see. Like the middle of the field's obviously an issue. The linebacker position's been an issue. Gardner Johnson being gone, the slot corner has been an issue. They're still good. I just don't know that I could put them above San Francisco unless there's another injury for the Niners, like Brock Purdy can't go. And this year, if Purdy can't go, you got Sam Darnold. But as long as Trent Williams, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, and Brandon Iyuk are out there, it's hard to pick against San Francisco. You know, I know that they're chalky. I think the team that matches up best, and they have to prove it to us, but they should have beat them, not should have beat them, but they could have beat them the last two years in the playoffs is Dallas. I like Dallas a little bit better than Philadelphia this year. Especially if they get home field advantage in that matchup. If they right
1: now, uh, Eagles still the favorites to win the NFC East, though. Minus 275 at BetMGM. Cowboys What's... plus 225. Wow. And that's it. They don't even have odds, that's obviously, a, for any other team. That's a good
0: yeah. bet to make. Yeah, at yeah.
1: plus 225. I, I, would, I would dabble in that just given where the team's trajectory is at this point. Right, you got I mean, the Cowboys just feel like they're trending up, they've figured things out offensively. The Eagles are going completely the other way. It's like first their defense started to look suspect. We knew that losing CJ Gardner Johnson was gonna be a problem. But now when you're looking at the offense, I mean AJ Brown, hit or miss every single week, mostly miss, it feels like at this point. You mentioned Jalen Hurts and whether or not he's healthy, they just when I watch this Eagles offense now, I just feel like I see a team that they don't have this like sense of urgency. They just they don't get to the line quickly. Whenever they deal with like any sort of blitz, any pass rush, they're just they don't fit. It's like they don't adjust to it at all. It was it was blatantly obvious when they were playing the Chiefs, but yeah. you even saw it against Dallas too. And it's like you guys, we're. It, maybe Shane Steichen was the real reason why they were that good yeah maybe and, and it's starting to look more and more like that and look what he's doing year one I mean the offensive side of the ball like still that's not the issue
2: though I just I hate the matchup against San Francisco and Dallas because San Francisco has Devo and they have George Kittle and then Dallas now Jake Ferguson looks like a stud at tight end and James Bradbury got paid and last year he was pretty good in coverage like a 51.8 uh grade as far as like passer rating he's given up a 104.6 passer rating wow. Bradbury is and he got paid so like the middle of the field is a huge issue. It's not just the slot corner position. If they don't have linebackers that could cover, and you're going against again Dallas with good tight ends, and San Francisco with a tight end with a man beater like Debo Samuel, those are bad matchups. So we'll and see CD injuries too, could happen. In the of the field.
1: And then C.D. Lamb too. Yeah, uh, yeah. Both teams bad matchups. Could Dallas I, and uh, San Fran. Could I interest either of you in the Cowboys at nine to one to have the one seed in the NFC? You can? I, yeah. I'm, I'm
2: all in on the Cowboys. Yeah. I got Super Bowl futures. Yep. I got NFC futures. It's just the only thing that scares me, Big Mike. But
1: Big Mike's been pretty damn good this year. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, Dak- It's still the regular season. It's the postseason when the, he throws up the all over himself.
0: for one seed?
1: Cowboys are 9-1, to one, 49ers minus 175. They're the favorite, and the Eagles are plus 175. Mm-mm-mm problem is, like, who's beating the Niners? Yeah, I was just about right. to
0: say that. Like, when will they lose again?
1: So, here's I mean, here's what we're looking at in terms of strength of schedule the rest of the way we talk. Dallas is 10th right now. They've got the uh, Dolphins. Next. Yeah, Bills, Lions, Dolphins, and Commanders. They're definitely going to get a win over my Commanders. Thank God for that. Uh, and then if you're looking at the 49ers, they're 25th. I mean, the Ravens are the one tough game they've got coming up. And that, I mean, Bills listen. Bills, too. Yeah, you could. You're right.
0: I think no, San Francisco. Oh, I thought you were talking about California. No, sorry, I'm talking about
1: San Francisco now. Yeah, yeah. So the Ravens are really the only tough game. You could argue, depending on where the Rams are when they play them, the Rams kind of feel like a team that's trending up. But you, San Francisco also has the Commanders and they got the Cardinals. So I mean, that's the one thing you really have to factor in is just the opponents this late in the season. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility or crazy to put a little sprinkle on the Cowboys at nine to one to have the one seed just because they are playing really good football right now. But it's it's just tough because you have that 49ers team that looks unbeatable at this point.
0: Yeah, I I like the number. I just don't think I'm gonna bet it. Uh, Dallas, I just can't trust them. I get it, like I get why people like this team, but against a team like the 49ers, and I said this today on WGR in Buffalo, I think there's just so much mediocrity in the NFL. If you look at the standings, the best teams in the NFL only have 10 wins. Like I said last year, you know, at this point in time, Eagles were 13-0. and So, like, we felt like the Eagles were the cream of the crop, mm-hmm. right? Like, Niners, cream of the crop. And now you really don't have that, those teams outside of the Niners who, by the way, were injured for that little stretch, you know, those four or five weeks when they had issues with Debo Samuel not playing and Trent Williams not playing. And so that was a thing for them. But outside of the Niners, there's really no good teams. And so the fact that the Dallas Cowboys are like, I don't know, second, third best team right now, doesn't really say much about them. It says more about, I think, the NFL as a whole.
2: What sucks for Dallas is San Fran most likely is going to get the one seed, Mm -hmm. and I'd feel much better about Dallas. I mean, obviously, with home field advantage, just because of how good they've been in Dallas. Yep. Um, If they see Philadelphia, they own them in Dallas. Because San Francisco is going to be a bad matchup wherever you play that game. Um, But didn't they
0: play? They played San Francisco two years ago in Dallas. Lost.
2: Yeah, two years ago. Yep. That was the uh, quarterback draw year.
0: Mm -hmm. Yep, it was.
2: And then last year they lost with the uh, Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliott, Elliott direct mm. snap. Year. But I mean <laughs> they, they played, but like they played San Francisco really really tough in both games. Um, so who they knows, did. man? Maybe the third time is the charm.
0: Well, and Tony Pollard got hurt in that game, uh, the D- Ezekiel Elliott direct snap game. So he was out for. I think he got injured in the first quarter. Did he not?
2: Uh Tony Pollard. Yes. Yeah. 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 So the the reason though I like the Dallas futures. Okay, so right now NFC futures plus four hundred, San Fran. Plus one fifteen, a little bit better than even money. Lions eight to one, Eagles three to one. So right now you're getting a better price on the Cowboys four then to one Eagles. than the Eagles in the NFC. I like Dallas much better because of all the things that we just talked about, mainly the defensive side of the ball. Right. So if you play Dallas, let's say even at a crappy price four to one, and then you get the NFC Championship game, and then against the Niners. Uh, you then got you your hedge perfect, off. yeah. You get your perfect middle opportunity. I because actually like that. Ryan. You'll probably have the Niners as minus one sixty-five to minus one seventy-five money line favorites, and you could just play back. Dallas wins. You got the plus four hundred. So that's why I like the Dallas futures. I think they're the point. best matchup against San Fran, and you're getting a really good number. And who else would you really trust in the NFC? Lions eight to one. No thank you. You're looking at the Rams, Atlanta, Green Bay. I think it's a four-team race. So three-team race really. Yeah. San Fran.
1: Eagles. Uh, yeah, Eagles and um
0: Cowboys. Cowboys. You mentioned
1: yeah. the Cowboys at home. I mean, they're 7 and 0 at home this year. They're 3 and 3 on the road. I mean, even San Francisco 5 and 1 at home, 5 and 2 on the road. Goodness so they gracious. they're a good road team too. And that's those are the little things that you need to be as a uh, if you want to win a Super Bowl. Even yeah. if you got the one seed, I mean, just to be able to have that opportunity because technically you are on the road when you're playing in the Super Bowl unless it's well, we've only had that once. So. That's such a smart
0: look, though, for Dallas to win the NFC in terms mm-hmm. of just finding a way to win no matter what. Yeah. I don't see Dallas losing to anyone else but San Francisco.
2: I mean, there's only really one way to beat San Unless Francisco. Unless they play
0: Philly in Philly, and that's that would be yeah. very tough. Yeah, So they have to win the NFC East in order for me to feel mm-hmm. super comfortable yeah. about that.
2: To beat San Fran, you got to get pressure on Brock Purdy. you got to get him a off that of first read, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know and I know Dallas didn't do it in that first matchup but everything kind of just went to crap early and it was over you know it what I mean It was
0: over right away
2: so I, I do like them in a rematch at least to keep the game close so that's why I love the Dallas 4-1 to price way more than I like Philly at 3-1 and like you know earlier this season we were kind of talking ourselves into Detroit because they could run the ball and they have a pass rush but secondary looks bad and Goff is Goff and Goff's gonna have to win on the road so I'm all the way out on Detroit I don't like I'm trying to think of I, I would like even if, if it was let's say like Detroit
0: Like nah, an that, either or future I or don't know the,
2: I don't know who I would feel good about like Detroit going on the road and winning a road game. I don't think obviously Minnesota? not Philly. I don't even think I don't even think Minnesota. The way that their defense even is in, playing right even now. Even in
0: US Bank in an indoor situation. I guess the whole the the skull crowd is live. They are very yeah. we know how they do.
2: Yeah. I mean, out of the top teams, though, I mean, I guess the only – like, I could see Detroit beating a team like Tampa if they get in. That's
1: what I'm saying. I guess, I mean, Tampa's no the one that I could advantage. think of. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: But, I mean, they're not going to get that matchup, unfortunately. So, they could be in trouble. They're going to have to probably win out to get themselves in a good
1: situation. Yeah. It does, it does kind of feel like Detroit is a team that's really in that, that trending down situation. And Something you brought up, I think it's like when you talk about the 49ers – and how it's just like when things unraveled against the Cowboys and it just felt like it spiraled. That's what San Francisco, it just feels like they do that almost every game, right? They get up and then they stay up. And that's what concerns me about like some of these other teams, specifically the Ravens on the other side of things, where you sit there and you look and go... They got to, they got to put these teams away. Yeah, they got to finish problem. it. You see, too, they signed Malik Cunningham from the Patriots practice uh, squad. Oh wow! Yeah, so now you've got Malik Cunningham with Lamar Jackson. Huntley's also on there. Josh Johnson's on the roster. That's a great place for Malik Cunningham to be. Sit there, learn from Lamar Jackson, former teammate at Louisville. I like it. I you like it too. You never know. I'd love to see what he could do in the NFL. The Patriots never gave him a shot. Yeah, I like what
2: the Ravens do. Like, all their quarterbacks kind of have the same skill set, right? And that
1: always makes sense to me, especially if you have a unique skill set like Lamar Jackson. If you can find a Lamar Jackson light, yeah, they're not going to be obviously at his level, but you need somebody that can run a similar offense. You start using a pocket passer out there after Lamar, like that that changes everything. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I... I think it's well listen, they're one of the best uh one of the best run organizations in the sport, so uh Duke also winning eighty nine sixty eight overall. Damn, Austria. game goes over. Guests didn't need to worry about that at all. It's bet MGM the night.